0: From the studios of Teeing It Up in the swamps of Jersey, this is Teeing It Up with Jeremy Schilling for Wednesday, December 6th, the year 2017, on this cool early, or late fall, about to be winter day, and we welcome in to recap the year in golf 2017, from Golf Digest, the Associate Editor, Mr. Stephen Hennessy. hello sir, welcome back.
1: Hey Jeremy, what's going
0: on? What's up, good to have you with us. Um let's first get out of the way what you have probably talked about incessantly for the past week. Um, I was I was stunned at how good Tiger looked. I was stunned at the ball speed. I was stunned at how sharp his putting was. I was stunned at those two uh, 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 two irons and three woods that he hit in the par fives. I was really impressed. Uh, what did you take away from the Hero World Challenge?
1: Yeah, I mean, everyone's kind of had the same opinion, but he's, He did look great, and it was such a stark contrast to last year, um, or at least in February when we saw him walk off the course in Dubai. So to see him really swinging freely, not showing any signs of physical pain, was a great first step. So, you know, it was so easy to get caught up in the hype last week watching him at the Hero. um, You know, you could just imagine him. Doing that in, in majors and uh, big tournaments, twenty eighteen. Obviously, we know it's not that easy, but at least this is a first step to to getting there. Um, yeah, you know, it was an eighteen man exhibition tournament in the Bahamas, so you know it, it almost felt like we were watching a major the way people were reacting on social media. And it was, Yes. Uh, sometimes tough to keep that all in context, but yeah, I mean it's just exciting because. All, everyone who watched Tiger in his heyday, now there's, we're clinging out to a chance that, hey, he might be capable of playing that elite championship golf again uh, in 2018 and maybe beyond that. At least maybe one more major we might get, and we saw that spark again. We saw the swagger in his step after he you know peered a, a three-wood off the fairway and hit the green and uh, made that eagle putt. We saw you know the the recoil of the club. We just had all these like vintage moments in an exhibition, so it was kind of funny how uh, that all that all played out. Um, but it is exciting. I mean, you know, I know you're a huge Tiger guy too, and we're all clinging to to hope that he could do it again, just because it's such an intriguing story and uh, kind of unparalleled in in sports if he could kind of have his jack nicholas 1986 masters moment it would be you know just incredible for our sport and incredible uh for sports in general
0: you know one thing that drives me crazy just ridiculously crazy is people who say golf needs tiger i am of the position that if you look at where we are in golf we're in a really good spot even without tiger obviously tiger would be great you work at a golf publication in your mind, does golf need Tiger?
1: It kind of, it depends, you know, it's a complicated question. Right. Does, does tournament golf need Tiger? I don't think so, because the PGA Tour has never been stronger. You have great ambassadors of the game, great young talent, Jordan Speed, Justin Thomas, Dustin Johnson, Jason Day, list, Brooks Kapka, list goes on and on, all these guys are just great representatives of golf, Ricky Fowler, and they're so talented, they do things the right way. You know, from a just regular sports fan, those guys still don't do what Tiger Woods does, and that's pull the fringe sports fan into golf on, you know, a standard Sunday in January at Torrey Pines and you know, everyone's buzzing. Oh, Tiger Woods is in contention. Well, you know, if, if you're not a huge golf nut, you're probably going to turn it on because you want to see what Tiger Woods could do just just at the chance that he does something special. Now, Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas, all these guys are just as capable of, you know, doing something special, but they don't move the needle with that fringe sports fan the way that Tiger Woods still does. I mean, on social media, last week in an exhibition tournament, Everyone across sports is talking about Tiger's run. And That's it was crazy. A yeah, you know. So there's that, but for golfers and you know guys like you and I, you're right. We, we don't necessarily need Tiger to to be who he was and you know be back in into this game because he's he's 41 years old. He's uh, he's kind of in that last generation with, with the Phil and Ernie and Vijay. They're kind of past. There's this new torch. Uh, this new group of guys who they've passed the torch to, the Justins, the Jordans, and Rickies. And we love watching them. And we, we as golf fans, we know how entertaining they are. and We know how great. And we're fortunate to have them. But, again, that that fringe sports fan, they, they, they're not there. There's not really that villain. I think that's why Tiger was such a villain and uh, created this. Kind of interesting uh, complex of you know that that villain in sports that we want to hate, but then they do something great and then yeah. appreciate their uh, their genius on the course and that that's how Tiger was. That's how he still is. Um, he's just a fascinating guy. So golf, I, I think without question, is better when Tiger is still playing. So. That's a long-winded answer to your
0: question. (laughs) No, it's fine. And we're going to have a discussion on a later date, and I want you on it because you and I are are basically the same age, and we come from this same generation as Ricky and Justin and Jordan. Mm -hmm. I, I have a huge pet peeve over... The, those guys are too friendly, and the fact that they're sitting on the back of the green green to congratulate themselves is bad for golf. I have a huge problem with that, and yeah. I, I can do a whole podcast about that, and, and that'll be something for 2018. When you think about golf in 2017, though, what will you remember? For me... I thought, uh, besides the Lexi fiasco and the fact that I was in a Vegas beach club when that happened, (laughs) my dad texted me and the whole next two hours were crazy, if if, if we look at male professional golf, for me, yes, Sergio got his major, but it turned when Jordan holed out in Hartford. That bunker shot led to a heck of a summer run, and it ended with this sequence of events with... Spieth and the craziness that was Sunday at the Open. Justin finally getting his major and kind of ascending himself at, at, at the PGA. The run through the FedEx Cup. Um, the the domination of, of the President's Cup. And then ultimately Tiger's return. Golf for me turned second week of June.
1: You could not have put it any better, I don't think, Jeremy. That's, that's a great point because really from that moment... Spieth, you know, went on his tear and you know won the British Open. Had that. I mean, that was one of the most entertaining moments in all of golf. Was the the Travelers Championship and him yeah. holding, holding that bunker shot to beat Daniel Berger. Um, one of the coolest teams I've seen in golf was was being there, the 18th green and seeing that, uh, and then watching him go over to yeah and win the Open um, the way that he did. It was just amazing. Um, and then Justin Thomas, too, uh, kind of weathering the storm there at Quill Hollow and, um, and getting his first major and just doing amazing things himself in 2017, you know, starting the year so hot, shooting uh, that 58 and, um, and just really tearing it up, going on that three-tournament streak to start and then kind of capping the year off the way he did. Was truly special, and he's now in that conversation with Jordan Spieth, with Dustin Johnson, with Rory McIlroy, all those elite names of being the best, uh, the best players in the world. So that's what stands out. And yeah, you're right just just kind of all of the um, the exciting things that happened. I think he nailed it from that moment at the Travelers through. Uh, the Presidents Cup were just amazing uh, spectacles to watch. So um, it was quite the year in golf. We're we're fortunate to have uh, to have covered some of those moments, and uh, you know, and, and been witnesses to it. And uh, we hope 2018 can parallel uh, you know those moments. And it feels like every time we reflect on a year in golf, the last couple of years, we've had that same sort of feeling that man, that that year. Is tournament golf was so good and then the next year seems to be even better so uh, let's hope 2018 is even better
0: yeah seriously um i i'm gonna scrap half my questions because i think i heard this right you were at hartford um there on the 18th green when hold out. did i hear that right yeah okay uh, I'm not sure I've talked to you since then, so walk me through where you were and what that was like, because that stadium atmosphere, the way those grandstands were built, the increased amount of people because of Spieth, I mean, on TV it looked amazing, I can't even imagine what that was like in person.
1: Yeah, you know, the the Travelers is a great tournament, and gets some great crowds, it's not too far from New York City, It also, you know, good proximity, uh... Being in Connecticut and close enough to Boston, where um, you know you, you do get good crowds, but with the great field that they had this year—Jordan, with Jordan, uh, Justin Thomas, Rory—it um, it was electric on Sunday. And I mean, a lot of people will will say this that that's the most electric that they've heard um, a golf crowd on the 18th hole when he when he holed out that bunker shot from the right bunker. I mean. It really was special. Um, Just feeling, you know, the way the ground shook and the the yells, you know, everyone yelling and celebrating. It it was kind of Augusta-esque, the way, um, you know, an Augusta roar kind of feels like. That's how that was. So, um, yeah, what a clutch moment, and uh, and I, I think you hit the nail on the head. Of, that that was such a, a moment in tournament golf that catapulted everything um, for the rest of the year.
0: Can you guys please next year do some kind of oral history on how Michael Greller convinced FedEx to ship the rake to his house outside Seattle? <laughs> I love it. Yeah,
1: those oral histories are
0: fun. Uh, that just, the fact that he wanted the rake... Uh, uh, TPC River Highlands gave him the rake and then FedEx agreed to ship the rake right. and just I mean there's so many parts of that story that is just so ridiculous
1: um, I think that speaks to you know Michael Greller becoming such a a character in golf yeah he's, he's like on that level of a Stevie with Tiger or a Bones with with Phil you know he's him and Jordan are a team Jordan always said that and uh, you know he's becoming one of those kind of you know he's still a little ways to go but he's becoming one of those iconic caddies that we all know
0: best place you played in in 2017 best thing you saw on a golf course this year either in person professional or just casual
1: um my favorite moment from this year probably was getting the walk um getting the walk trinity forest which will be the site of Next year is at and ampt Byron Nelson. Um, I walked it in a media day with one of the architects, Bill Kaur, uh, and he you know, watched us play the course for the final 11 or 12 holds. Um, it was me, uh, Donis Woods, who's one of the uh, you know, co-founders and uh, masterminds behind Trinity Forest, which is in Dallas, uh, in South Dallas and joe pazoff from golf magazine and we just had a, a great time and um you know spending time with mr core who designed the course with ben Crenshaw, it was just special um getting to walk a course with its architect and kind of pick his brain as you're hitting shots and seeing different things as someone you know like myself who's getting more and more into course design and uh you know i'm kind of fancying myself an architectural nerd the more I've right. this uh, it was just special so there's a lot of pressure certainly having Bill Cor watch you hit golf shots and i probably played as poorly as I've played this year which is which was disappointing but it really wasn't because it was such a good experience that it made up it made up for the poor play uh So, you know, I got to play Shinnecock this year, which was great, Um, Oakmont as well. So, you know, those are kind of unparalleled courses and they're in their own category. But uh, for me, you know, being a trip before us was special.
0: Uh, Was there a a speed sighting there on that day down there?
1: (laughs) There was. uh, He was there playing with Kelly Kraft, I guess, another Dallas guy. So SMU has their... um, has their uh, whole facility there and craft as an SMU guy. You know, now he's on the PGA Tour, obviously, but him and Beef play there regularly in practice, and, you know, they were out there as a 6 uh, you know, just having fun. That's the whole vibe at Trinity Forest. It's this private club, but kind of down-to-earth, um, all about the golf, but in a low-key kind of way, um, you know, no pressure, and kind of – i almost want to say like a millennials country club yeah there's not that stuffy kind of atmosphere um which i think in general golf is ridding itself up slowly but uh trinity just having being built this year kind of kind of uh epitomizes that
0: um and and uh, uh sorry just for those who don't know uh uh, Trinity Forest will be the home course for Jordan Spieth and for his coach Cameron McCormick. All right, final thing, thirty seconds. You are the last of six in uh, of six podcasts I've, or sorry, five podcasts I've done in nine days. A, a golf college football podcast, a podcast with a rapper and a hype man. A dating podcast, an all golf podcast, and a half golf, uh, half college football podcast. Which of those podcasts would you have preferred to have been on, if not this one?
1: <laughs> wow, that's a good question, and that shows your range and your uh, your skills there, Jeremy. Thank um, you. Not the dating one, considering <laughs> I have a great girlfriend, and uh, you know that wouldn't make sense. College football, probably, I would say. Although the rapping one, you know, hip-hop music and and rap music are kind of my thing. I know way too many lyrics of 90s and 2000s hip-hop and rap songs than I should, so... It's in your. T- that I could have held my own on that on that podcast.
0: There you go. And for those who don't follow Steve Hennessy on Twitter, there are rap stuff in his Twitter bio, which speaks to how much he loves that. Besides Golf Digest, he is the associate editor of Golf Digest. He is Steven um, Hennessy. As always, thank you for coming on, teeing it up, buddy. I appreciate it. Uh,
1: anytime, Jeremy. Happy holidays.
0: You got it. Same to you, dude. And thank you all for listening. And have a great time. Enjoy. Uh, uh, enjoy your evening. Take care.